Believe it or not, everybody, what? we are on our last episode what? of the third season of what? Truth Carpet! Oh, oh my gosh, here we are, third year. Third year, yeah, technically third year, third season, third round, we, 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 we doing it. We made it and we're here and I'm happy to be here. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. My name is Unique Love. I'm from North New Jersey. Shout out. <laughs> and I'm here with my best friend. Simone Loud. Since we shouting out cities, I'm from Oakland, California. Hey, hey. I'm from hey. Oakland, California. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here for our, like I said, our final episode of this season. Uh, I think seasons before we were like sad and like dang like really here, but it's exciting to right. It is. Break, like okay, we're about to wrap this up and get ready for something greater. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm excited. You see, y'all, we have our our drinks here because we're celebrating. We're celebrating. It's a celebration for the closing of season three. Yes. Wow. We've had a really really great season. Like when you really think back on it all the way back to February to Ooh. now right we, we in September now yeah so every every two weeks y'all we've, we've been staying consistent giving it to you you know other than that one time we had uh technical difficulties it got pushed back oh, yeah. a day or two you know things well, we happen right <laughs> we're still here making it happen making it do what it do and brought it to you and here we are, closing it out. It feels really good. With the technical difficulties, we're still on it. There's some podcasts that like I subscribe to, and they're no longer going. Um, some people that take take weeks or months off, and everybody has their right to. But mm-hmm. we've been on top of it. We've been going through this. So I would say, even though we don't get paid for it, we're not on the big network or anything. We're real podcasters, so yes. y'all be on y'all shows or y'all talking about people. Y'all aren't talking about us because we actually, you know, we sit down, we go over what our topics are going to be. We have guests, and that's why this season has been dope. I was going to read it. Last season we had some great guests, but this season we introduced poets. Mm-hmm. So we have our poetry guests on here, and then we also have just those people who are doing great things in their fields and have different knowledge on different topics that we don't have which right is because we don't want to come on here just turn on the mic and just have random conversations and i've been uh learning a lot during this season and it's been really a, a great journey so thank absolutely you everybody who's listening if you've been on the mic with us we really really appreciate it yes it's been a lot of fun i've enjoyed all the topics and the vibes and conversations that turned into tangents of other conversations <laughs> yeah and people coming on, never done a podcast before, but bringing their love and energy and positive vibes to the show and being grateful to us for having the platform. We thank y'all for giving the love right back. So I already have in my head, like some ideas for season four. Uh, oh, super, right. <laughs> super excited just to continue growing, glowing, being great, bringing y'all an episode every two weeks. We we ain't gonna start another season until you know the beginning of, of next year because we, we be needing a break. I right. <laughs> I be, be loving the break too. <laughs> I think every time we come to a season finale, I'm like, I don't have to edit. This is the last episode I gotta edit. 
Right. We got right. Except that we'll still have our YouTube channel with our questions of the month, but this will be closing out season three. Yeah. So other than you know, we feeling good about this being the closing of season three, but you personally, how you doing? I feel good. I've been practicing saying my new age to people. What's your new age? None of their business. <laughs> <laughs> we can easily probably find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my birthday photos. You'll see the, the X, how many X's and how many ones and stuff behind the X's. You'll see how it like. But anyway, um, just excited about life. Uh, excited about just getting out. Like I remember there was a point in life where I was always inside. I felt like I didn't have any friends. I was never doing anything. And then I just started to get out there and do things. And I would say, uh, even with you coming over to this side, even though we tend to link up for love loud stuff, it's been nice to have like a a sound friend, a sound relationship that the schedule never gets in the way pretty much of hanging out with somebody and just doing fun things and different things opposed to like a hassle of trying to schedule. Like it, as an adult, it's so hard to try to schedule things. So if it's not Moni, if it's not Taylor, if it's not like these different people that I'm juggling my time, it, what I'm saying is like, it doesn't always have to be too long. I'm always like finding time to hang out with somebody. My life is picking up. It just feels like so exciting. Yeah. So I'm just like at a point in life where I'm enjoying. I don't want to rush anything. I just want to enjoy where God has me in His place. So then, when I do get above, meaning like married and with kids, I'm not like, dang, I missed this part mm-hmm. of my life because I'm enjoying this part right now. Like I don't want to rush into anything. Yes. Come on. Amen. I almost took the words right out of my mouth, but just, <laughs> but like enjoying the hearing now, yeah. like that's what's been important to me because, you know, I feel like I'm at a phase in my life where like how you said, things, things are picking up, you know, like life feels good. You know, there's, there's more happiness than there is sadness right now, which I can very much appreciate. You can never avoid not having any sadness at all or any confusion or anything like that. But when the good outweighs the bad, you know, I I love having that that energy around me and knowing like what I'm doing and taking the right steps towards what I need to do and be as a person. I'm like, all right, I'm doing something right. Everything's aligning. It's it's making sense. So yeah, and even yes. when it doesn't make sense, you get to a point where it starts to make uh make sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, makes sense on its own. So I. I feel good. I um, but yes, I'm I'm feeling good. I am excited for how the show is going to grow because we're going to continue to grow, you know, individually. So only with that is it going to continue to when I put we put our hands in, we put our hands on. It's going to it's going to be something great if we keep having this energy, you know what I'm saying? Yes, having bright ideas, bright ideas and vibes and, you know, and enjoying like meeting new people and doing things, just enjoying every moment. I'm trying my best to do that, to have more moments of like enjoying things, seeing the positive, um, even when the negative is trying to knock on the door, like, you, I ain't got time for you today. Yeah. I ain't stressing the day. I ain't stressing the day. <laughs> But yeah, happiness all around right now. Yeah. Well, 
Yes. Oh, and before we end our uh, check-in, I have a gift for my friend. Oh, I left mine on the other side. Oh, now she got to go get it. Well, you can do yours and then I'll do mine for my ice cream. <laughs> All right, y'all. I want to be awkward for y'all. Hey, I wonder if she knows what this is. I, if it's not a rubber duck, I don't know what it is. It's definitely not a rubber duck. You already have okay. one of those. Okay. Oh, Simone. What? I have a rubber duck, too. It's in the tub. And I'm like, now I know my stomach don't can't can't hold it like it used to. I, I, I can't eat as many. I'm like, but it's gonna be worth it. It just it's just it tastes so good. I was like, girl, oh my God. I'm here. Where can I get the hot crunchy girl? She was like, you can get it from any Walgreens. I said, bet. <laughs> First Walgreens I see. So going. spicy, so good. Like so yeah, hot crunchy girl. Hot Hot Crunchy Girl, that's not They're like hot girls, but better. Um, like she said, Priscilla came back from Chicago with some, and we like ate her chips. Like, <laughs> Told him, like, uh, ate her didn't chips. her mom have to send so some hot chips? A big old box full of hot Crunchy Girls for us. We were like, oh my God, we love you. Like, yeah, I think so, one time Priscilla sent me some when I was in LA. She sent me some hot Crunchy Girls. Yeah. So I was like, when I went there, I was like, this is why I'm here, you know. <laughs> I only came for the chip. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you so much. I love them. Like, they're going to be gone. <laughs> I'm, right, we go out to lunch. Right. I'll be looking at mine like, I want to eat you right now. I was like, this is a snack you I got to eat at home. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, this is a snack I got to eat at the house. Yes. <laughs> I can't be out and about. I had to go to the bathroom for them chips. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to bring mine to the table. So I'm going to have to do the rundown so we can hurry and get on over to the icebreaker so then she can go get it. Go get mine. <laughs> Anywho, since we're speaking of rundown, let me go ahead and give it to you right now. So what we have in store for you today, going over to the icebreaker, Yaya and I, Yaya and I, I believe I said that correctly. Yaya and I, you like your mimosa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you welcome. Yaya and I will be playing a game of this or that. Then heading on over into Sweet 223, we are closing the season out with a collab love loud peace. So make sure you tune in for that so we can talk about uh, you know how we do with Sweet 223. We talk about the music and, you know, where the ideas came from. Plus, y'all haven't heard us say a piece together in a minute, so you know you yeah. got to be there. Then heading on over into the calf, we are discussing the juggle between a 9 to 5 and being an entrepreneur. How do we do it? How does it make us feel? How do we get through it? What keeps us pressing forward? Ooh. Day in and day out, honey. Late nights and early mornings, okay? <laughs> so tune in to the Hot Topic segment for that. And then heading on over into the Dorm Story segment, we're going to be sharing some tips 
on how to transition from being in your nine to five to being an entrepreneur, if that's something that you're interested in. And then over into the community news, you know, we got to close it out for the end of season three, giving y'all some love and laughs. So don't miss out on that. Just listen to the whole episode. Listen to the whole episode. We appreciate you tuning in. And without further ado, we are heading on over to the icebreaker. Now we are about to play an icebreaker game. Yes, yes. This is called this or that. This you can get with this. You can get with that. You can get with this. You can get with that. You can get with this. You should get with this because this is where it's at. So we played this game. What was it? This season earlier or last season? I think it was last season. And basically, you say two options to your friend or to the person that's playing the game. They can only choose one. Yeah. So which one they prefer? The first one the second game. Yeah. But you, you gotta, gotta be go quick with this. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna read through my list. I have ten things that's most gonna choose from, and uh, I can look at Yes, I'm ready. Baking or sausage? Sausage. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Basketball, football. Basketball. All inclusive resort or cruise? All inclusive. A beautiful smile and a flat butt. Or an hourglass figure in Bugsy. I'll take the black flat butt with the <laughs> <laughs> We can get a BBL. <laughs> okay. Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Ooh, Cartoon Network. Train ride or plane ride? Hmm, where am I going? Train, because the plane may give me issues. Take out or go out to eat? Go out to eat. Dress or pants? Pants. Math or Sephora? Ooh. Sephora, because I go there mostly. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought you were going to stumble on the basketball or football. Really? Yeah. I love me some basketball. I, know. <laughs> I, know the sports, you know, I was that plane, the train. I was like, dang, how fast am I trying to get there? <laughs> the right, but after that last flight got canceled, I'm not trying to do with no airline mess. Put me on the train, baby. Let me look get some a scenic route. Okay. All right. My time. You ready for your this or your that? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Live in a house or an apartment? House. Give a speech or write a paper? Write a paper. Live next door to your best friend or be a pen pal? Best friend. Cuddle up with a blanket or just turn up the heat? Cuddle up with a blanket. Walk on carpet or hardwood floors? Hardwood floor. Be the one that everyone calls in an emergency or be the one everyone goes to for a laugh? For a laugh. Be a teacher or a student? Student. Travel all the time or mostly stay close to home? Travel. Dang. <laughs> I don't know. Stay busy or spend a lot of time thinking and reflecting? Thinking and <laughs> Wash the dishes or clean the bathroom? Clean the bathroom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the dishes? I don't know. I actually like cleaning the bathroom. I like cleaning the bathroom more. Like when I have my brothers with me, it was so gross. But cleaning the bathroom is easier. Like sometimes I was just thinking, like if I had roommates or something, because if it's not just my dishes, 
Yeah, I remember that on this show I watched back in the day called Rubies from Hell. <laughs> One of the roommates was very nasty and left her dishes in the sink. She would not clean up after herself. And the girls had to have a whole room meeting and she did not understand. She was sitting there eating and talking to people. Like, ours. <laughs> I will freestyle my speech faster than I'll write that paper. <laughs> All right. Yes. This or that. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be giving me a gift. Yes. So. You like how I did that? It's something. It's I something. Why? Right? I should be like, no disclaimer. That's what I got to tell, tell my students. Price to grow, but this is what I got to do. I'm going to open my hand like a... Okay, I'm not going to look. Oh. I'm going to put it in my hand. <laughs> is this a sombrero? Wait, yeah. for, is it an ashtray? For a second, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I'm glad you that. Guys, I was a message, so we can't... That's a good thing. And it was so hard. Like, you asked Remy, we were trying to find um, souvenirs, and there was, no, there was nothing. And I was like, before my trip, I was like, oh, I know the perfect souvenir. I'm going to give us a mom. She's like, look. When we, <laughs> when we got there, when we got there, there was nothing. Like, it was some people that we have at home, not like oh. the fancy Oh, girl, that's the best I, I just didn't literally I did not know what it was but I was like do I spin it <laughs> it's do I... to the people to the people if y'all not watching y'all probably just laughing so hard. <laughs> I didn't know what it was I don't even remember what my reaction was I was trying to I also got you this <laughs> Read it is out. this a Mexican card? I don't know. A, Mex a card, Mexican card. A card from Mexico. Read it. Your that's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read it. Llama on it. It says, "Hey, girl." <laughs> yeah. Get it? Cause it's hey on here. Never mind. Anyway, oh, it's a picture of us inside. That's my best friend, y'all. Mm. It says, hope you're having a fabulous day. I love you so much. Like, I love you long time. That's not my best friend. That's the really, that's the really, this is just a solution. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, I do have something else. I can't find it. How do you, how do you lose, lose it? I don't know. I'm going to find it when I love you. Yo, that's so funny. I really thought this was like a mini ashtray. Well, there was one because it had a little bit of one there. 
at the but it was like nothing. And it was something like, you know, the big bag of chips, like the family style chips. Yeah. Ten dollars. Oh dang. At the um the stuff. Yeah, kind of did. I can see how you thought it was expensive. I did. I was like, but, but thank you, girl. I could. It's like a little mini ashtray. I'm going to put it on the refrigerator. Yeah. It's a magnet. That was so funny. Y'all. <laughs> Don't use that as a trick. <laughs> All right, y'all. That is the icebreaker segment. And now we are heading on over into Sweet, Sweet two, 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 Three. three. Welcome to Sweet 223, where Yaya and I will be giving you a Love Loud collab poem. Yes. Currently untitled. Untitled. But we hope that by the end of the segment through conversation, we hopefully will have a title. title. (laughs) Maybe y'all can help us out and listen, listen to the words in the flow and see if you know what we should call this piece. Okay? Yes. I'm actually really excited about this because this is the first time that we are reading this together. Yeah. So it's like uh, we 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 dropping it fresh. Dropping it. All right, new love loud, new love loud. It's going down. It's going down. It's going down. <laughs> Listen up. I'm tired. Deep breath. I can feel myself in transition. Manifesting my destiny, understanding what's best for me, standing in my purpose, knowing every child and tribulation is worth it, solidifying my foundation on this earth because I'm certain that change is for the better. Uplifted through hope that my growth wouldn't allow my obstacles to hold me back and all things I lack, I learn from, ready to become better on the inside before the outside, a caterpillar wrapped in my own cocoon, Preparing for a new direction, knowing without a doubt I am the only one keeping me from where I want to be. So I choose to strive for greatness. And in this same breath, I am claiming my truth. And the proof of my diligence derived from my confidence will be seen and not heard. Doesn't matter who finds it absurd. I don't do what I love for validation. What I display through my passion is open for interpretation. I can feel myself in transition. Releasing my fear of fashioning thoughts into action. Stretching and flexing the beautiful wings I work tirelessly on. Strengthening and perfecting but testing. Ashamed I'd be viewed as lame. Ashamed no one would be entertained by my vision, my efforts, my peace, my growth. But what does that matter if not even I can see my work? So I'm changing my own perspective. Decoding the negative self-talk so I can understand its driven force. So I can reroute this pain and when it's out, shut the door. Because in my brain, it's not welcome anymore. I am the master of my destiny, the captain of my ship. Mm. Yes, and we will snap to this. All right. Yeah. And we will snap and we will click clap. Yeah, I want to sip too. Oh, I didn't really sip. I just put it to my lips. <laughs> well, now you got to sip. Okay. 
that is our untitled poem. Yes, a love loud to laugh, probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> Growth of some sort, transitioning. The way that poems come about is typically moving with other bees or outside of bees, and the other person either can't finish it or wants the other person to finish it. What happened here was moving with Started and said, oh, you can do it. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm done here. Yeah. But I feel like you can add to it. So here, do something with that. <laughs> so let's start with you. What inspired you to write what you wrote for this? Literally being in transition. I believe I first started this piece before I actually moved to New York. So no, at that time, there was a lot of transitioning going on mm -hmm. as far as like, I was moving and going to New York. My baby sister was moving out and going to, to oh. college. Um, my dad was like moving out old furniture, making room for new things, planning to do like some um, remodeling on the place um, and then just watching how the transition was happening like right in front of my eyes for like everybody that I love was doing something. My mom spent it, that whole crew <laughs> moved to a whole nother state. It was just yeah. so it, a lot started happening at one time. Um, so just knowing that I was in, not only was I in transition, but people around me were also in transition, but we're all still aligned to this story that we're a part of. Everybody's like doing their, doing their own thing. And it can seem scary in the beginning to like realize, oh, this is really, this is really happening. Um, then also knowing that it happening is for a reason, it's for a betterment, you know? So yeah, that's, that was what was happening to me at the time. And it was a reminder for me to just keep pushing forward and with an understanding of knowing that, you know, I, I may, I'm making the right steps to do what I need to do. I have people that have my back that um, are pushing me also to continue believing in myself and knowing that I'm capable of doing what I want to do yeah. and not allowing that to, um, not, not to deter myself from like, because when things start to get close, you start to get a little nervous. You're like, Oh man, I mean, I did, right? I prayed for this, but now it's actually here. And I'm like, oh man, am I actually ready? But if, you know, if I wasn't ready, it wouldn't be here. So that's where the the inspiration of my half came from. <laughs> well, the inspiration behind my quarter is <laughs> um, it's the opposite of not other people, but me. Why do I feel like I need validation from other people in order to do things that I want for myself in my life? Why is it like that I can't just decide, okay, I want to work at this place or do this or paint this or whatever. If I think it's nice, if I think it's nice, if I think it's beautiful, if I think that's the right choice, why is that not good enough for me? Why do I look for outside um, validation for those things? And that had to start with me realizing that and changing uh, changing that about myself. Stop feeling like I'm stifled and stuck inside a, a, a cocoon and break out of that and just go fly. And those who will accept that and like that about me will. And those who don't, they will go away. And that's fine. That's that's the growth of life. Um, you have to shake those things out off that don't matter anymore. Um, and... It brings me back to like some things about me, like my artwork. I'm really still selling me of it because of those things of I'm not good enough, or what will people think, and things like that. And I remember I was out um, at a restaurant eating, and 
they were artwork was a small little canvas. Um, and just like whatever that artist thought was beautiful and dope and they they were selling for a uh, a nice price, like more than five hundred dollars. I think it was like either seven something or a thousand something dollars. And I'm like, I didn't talk bad about the artist, I was just like, I have to do better. Mm -hmm. Because I would sell mine for okay, one hundred, like whatever I think that person would give me opposed to I know my worth and you're not my client. Yeah. I'm this this is you're not my client. I'll just keep going until I find who the client um is for me. But it's basically all that self confidence. So I have to be able to transition into that space. Um and I think I've been doing well over time being confident in myself and going forth for things. And I just see like it just bust me back on me like something that I'm manifesting and speaking over that I actually do want it. Mm -hmm. um it's happening for me so yes amen girl yes bring it to fruition yeah so i guess we're gonna call this transition let us know in the comments on spotify or youtube whatever you can comment below you know and maybe by the time we write another book the poem won't be called transition anymore. <laughs> but this description will probably look like we'll take this transition to say aside from the fact that I'm passionate about it but I think it's the support that comes with what we do as an entrepreneur and having our business whether it's supporting our our books or listening to our podcast and giving that feedback and letting people know that they love it or who else they may have shared it with or just being like a quick plug for something like that is a consistent reminder of like, okay, I'm I'm doing something right. Like being complimented yeah. on like the things that we have and the content that we share and um how the poetry that we have has helped somebody else speak the words that they um didn't know how to say exactly or them getting a compliment on rocking their love loud shirt and passing the information on to somebody else. Yeah. 
um, or just having a good time sitting and listening to us on the podcast. It's like, okay, we're not, we not doing this for nothing. Yeah. Might not be making the amount of money that we want to do while doing it, but it makes it worthwhile knowing that, you know, even if it's just a small smidge bit of a difference in people's lives, it that that means a lot to me. Yeah. You know, it could be a large impact. It could be a very small impact, but it's just the reminder that we're doing something right. You know, so that also like drives my passion to that, you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm doing something right. I would say for me, we started off with our poetry books and um we were kind of motivated by the people who bought the books to know what's going on next and just journey journeying through everything and getting to the podcast. The podcast is my favorite part. Um, the writing is something that is natural. Like when I go through things, experience things, or even hear a phrase or something, then it uh encourages me to write about it. But um, the podcast happens more frequently, um, because there is an expectation that there's going to be an episode every two weeks. So when I speak with people, um, like one time I want to be a flight attendant or just like try to find another job and then that person was like wait so you're gonna have your non-five you're gonna have that and you're gonna do podcasting and i don't think of it as work like it's right. a, i don't even think of it as a hobby it's just something that i well i guess it is a hobby something that i enjoy doing something that i love doing and it just so happens to be a, a business right <laughs> <laughs> i just like it just there is a lot of effort. There is a lot of work that comes into it. Like we literally don't just hop on, turn on the mic, and just talk. Mm-hmm. We plan these things out. So there's like behind the scenes things, um, things that we have to flush out. Things that we go back and forth. Like I want to stop it, but I don't want to stop it. Like stuff like that. <laughs> but like it's just enjoyable. But I, I want to do the reverse because if I can, I think I said this before. If I can do this and not my nine to five, but just sprinkle in but I do work a nine to five, then I would be happy with that too. But the reason why I keep my nine to five is because I like steady income. Right. And the difficult part of being an entrepreneur and working for yourself is sometimes you, your check may look nice, sometimes it may not come at all. And the lifestyle that I like to live and the idea in my head is like, I don't want to feel defeated or worry about where my money's going to be. Like, I'm, I don't have people that's like men or family or anything that's just giving me money to cover things like I have to cover myself so it's a security blanket for me to have a nine to five and know that every whatever my pay schedule is mm-hmm. I'm going to get something for it so yeah I definitely feel you on that I'm like dang I do got to keep a roof over my head mm-hmm. but at the same time sometimes it's like I don't know if I still want to do this because it feels like I sometimes it feels like I have two full-time jobs like, I would leave work, come home, and, like, run down a list of things that I need to do for today to make sure that Love Wild things are done to a certain extent for the week. And <laughs> so finally, yeah, I video. I'm forgetting, y'all. I was like, Jack, that's what I was like, yeah, really be just recorded, but it's not right. Yep. So usually, when we record, we record the same week that we drop something. So it's like we just recorded, but that's not the one we dropping. We dropping the one that we recorded before mm-hmm. this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, but 
if it wasn't for the passion that I have behind it, I probably would not still be doing this. But I love how I get the consistency of like different ideas of like what we can do to make the business bigger and broader and attract yeah. more eyes and just just the different things that we can do and how we've grown over all this time. It keeps me excited to see like, well, what else can we do? What, yeah. what else can we dabble into that people would enjoy? So yeah, it's, it's the passion behind it and the people that, that gives that con consistent push and motivation because they love what we're doing too. Yeah. I would say the most difficult aspect of pursuing self-employment while working in the nine to five is finding the time. Mm. Because after working nine to five, whether it's a hectic work day, whether it's a, I won't say boring because there's not much to do without within those eight hours. Um, getting off of work, I just want to relax. I just want to lay on the couch or have ice cream or just do other stuff. Um, but I have a schedule. Like, even when it comes to dating, I have to look at my calendar because, or I can't go to the gym because, like, I have these, you know, I have my nine to five, which is already scheduled, and I'm recording after work or I'm meeting after work or I got to write this and, like, do these things. So just trying to find that balance. Um, and then financial too. Like, love loud, we don't take out any loans. Everything that we do, these mics were purchased by each of us. Our laptop out of our own pocket. When we had events and it gave out too many and like did different things, all this stuff is out of our own pocket. Because as you may know now, we both went to undergrad, we both went to grad school, so we have all these loans and things um going. Um, but it's just like a lot of dedication that love out is our baby so we're given to that so just you know just trying to figure out and juggle through through everything um i don't know that's the most difficult part just like the not the time management but like dang i'm tired or dang i, I want to be moved up right now but i gotta edit this video mm -hmm. so prioritizing, prioritizing things Oh, me, it, it's a combination of time and sleep. I guess sleep and time is the same thing. But for me, like I say, late night, early mornings, like I'll be the one I'll come home from work. Sometimes I got to take a nap first before I do. Like I might have to take a shower, eat, maybe watch an episode of something, take a nap. Like I literally have to relax, wake up an hour later and I'll probably work for like two hours and then go back to sleep. Yeah. I'm a weirdo that does stuff like <laughs> does stuff like that. Or I'll make the sacrifice of like knowing I know how long it takes me. I'm going to have to do this. It's going to take me at least two or three days to get it to exactly where I want it. But knowing that I'm not doing it today, I have to make that sacrifice of getting up early in the morning. So just the other day, I was up at four editing, four in the morning. John, <laughs> I was like, this got to get done. Yeah. It's releasing on Friday. So when I get off of work this evening, I'm going to be working on the other part of this and making the clips. But I want to make sure that the other part of this is done before I can get to the other part. So like, I I I know what it takes to get it done, but sometimes I'm legit like if my work day has been like too stressful, I I can't force myself to work on something knowing that it's not gonna be to the best of my ability because I'm too tired to get it done. Mm -hmm. So I'm like I ha I have to make sure I get I get my sleep, but I do have some late night, lots of late night, early morning editing of things or uploading something because it didn't work the night before. I'm like, all right, forget it. That's the universe telling me to go to sleep. I'll do it tomorrow. But I think the other part of it too is because it was more difficult when we weren't in the same area. Yeah, some time so difference. Like, for me, it was annoying 
The annoying part is like, dang, I'm off of work. I got nothing to do until seven because Simone is still at work. So the technical time, but that still gave me enough time to relax or nap. And then for Moni, it was the opposite. Okay, right after work, I'm meeting, but then I just relax afterwards. So now I'm just trying to find that balance of, like, when we're on step team, having the step team, but socializing as well. Mm -hmm. But what keeps me motivated to do it is this will one day be what we do full time. Mm -hmm. So this is the practice of it. And I will really have to tell people, oh, no, I got this meeting and that meeting. But the schedule, I hate it. I, Simone, please stop putting me up on my calendar. <laughs> I don't look at it. I don't like it. But now, I, I like looking at the calendar and seeing things that I have to. Y'all, if y'all knew how long I've been trying to embed yes. this calendar into Yaya's brain. Probably been doing it since 2016, since oh, we started. I'm like, I put it on the calendar. I put it on the calendar. <laughs> the count, it's not connected to your phone? Okay. But I, <laughs> I put it on the calendar. Use the calendar. Now I use it. Like, oh, okay. I might get the time wrong. I might get the time But she know what day it is. Progress. But yeah, just like, I guess like, really, what people see is like, oh, I'm not like, yeah, I'm with mommy, but I'm not just hanging out with her. Like, we are working. That's, um, that's the crazy thing is that like it doesn't feel like we're working, which is why another reason why I love it so much. It doesn't feel like work. Like, people are like, oh, what do you have planned this weekend? I'm like, nothing. I'm just recording my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only, I only got plans to record my podcast on Sunday. That's it. Other than that, I'm not doing it. Right. <laughs> No, I, I guess yeah. technically, yeah, Not I guess really, so. But yeah, I'm <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So, what are some pros and cons? So, if there are two or three cons that you have working a nine-five I would say one of the pros is that some of the skills that I've learned in my nine to five, I've transferred them over to like my entrepreneur life. So, whether how I organize something. Um, how I plan for something, how I take notes for something, just keeping myself up on tasks, like the pros of like some of the things I learned in my nine to five and how certain managers like things a certain way. I kind of took to that and I was like, okay, I can use that. I like how you did that. Let me bring this over to Love Loud. I remember at one point I changed how the outline of our meeting started to look, just make it look a little more like polished. Um, and then also like my, my buckets of work and how I do those things. Like, okay, I'm gonna do this from this time to this time. I'm gonna do this from this time to this time to just totally focus on this for an hour, um, to get, to get me in a better workflow, like how I do when I'm at work. So I'm like, that is definitely a pro. I would say a con for me, aside from the sleep, I don't know. I'm not really sure if I have a con other than time because time plays as a pro and a con because it helps me with my time management and being able to learn how to juggle certain things. Mm -hmm. But then it's also a con. Like, I wish I had more of it. It's mm -hmm. just sometimes I feel like it's just not enough hours in the day to try to actually get something done. But what I have realized is with the consistency of like when I edit and I'm doing it all the time, I'm able to cut down how long it takes me to actually do it. So it's like, oh, I'm able to do this part in an hour now. It's not going to take me two hours because I'm not learning how to do it anymore. I found my rhythm. Yeah. So I think it's also um, like learning to give myself that grace of like, look, you're literally teaching yourself how to do this. It's going to take longer in the beginning, like trying to do all the graphics and 
how to put this there and this here and stuff like that. It's still going to continue to grow. So I'm pretty sure like the beginning of season four, it's going to be that long period because we're going to be doing something new. Yeah. So just trying to figure out like managing my time well enough to make sure I'm able to like get it, get it done. Cause it takes longer in the beginning. It'll take me like three hours, <laughs> three to four hours for one episode. Just trying to figure out how things could, could look. Even when we just were doing audio and I had to learn how to like cut and splice the pieces together, yeah. like a headache, but it was a headache that was worth having for me. I would say um, one of the cons for me was editing. I was happy but not excited when I got my new laptop because when I got my new laptop, that means I can now edit the questions of the month. And I'm like, so it's like, um, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, I did a good job editing. And mommy's like, you don't need to filter, you don't need this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't want to show my face. I don't want people to know who I am because I don't like just trying to like keep that boundary of this artist and this person. But now it's like, why can't both people be the same? One of the same. And, yeah, and I I built a a part of comfortability. So that was a con that you went to pull as well. So I think there aren't any cons. I think maybe. Cause I'm like some of the things I'm thinking in my head is like it could be considered a con, it's but a it's trans it transitions into a pro. Like how we record every two weeks, like to make sure that we stay on track. Like we have to record. There's been days when we literally have not felt like doing it. I going through something. I may have been going through something. May have been sick. May have been literally just having a bad day. Or many of the days when I'm just tired as hell. But I put on a smile and a happy face so I could make sure that the show is good and ready to go. I can't come yeah. on here dry. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome yeah. to the truth carpet. I mean, you can. But I mean, I could, yeah, but that's not the energy that I want to perceive on the show. That's that's not why people tune in. They tune in for the energy. Yeah. And we bring it every time, regardless of what we're going through. So, um, I would say it's not necessarily a con, but it, it feels like it could because, like, on those days, we like, yo, can we reschedule? We don't have the space to do yeah, that. We don't. We don't. We don't have the time between working. <laughs> um and then you know having other things scheduled in our personal lives and then we have to like figure out okay well, where does love loud fit up in here yeah you know so and that's my problem too um i always needed scheduling ahead of time but now i realize that that has to be done so we can't reschedule because because we meet on sundays or because we have this schedule i put this person on thursday then you want to be sent to Thursday. That person had a life too. I right. Flip flopping them all around. And then typically, like, we meet on Sundays for our meetings. And it's like, that's brunch time too. Like, I can't go on a date. Like, I met this hot guy. Or, <laughs> right. I can go on brunch time. I was like, uh, I'll, I'll meet y'all after I record. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, but prioritizing priority. Yeah. Matters. So just like, that's the con. And I, I do not, I don't like scheduling. Like, it's hard for me. Like, I love scheduling. Uh, it, it's so <laughs> tough for me. So like trying to fit things in. So like if we wake up late, like I I used to be if we start late or whatever, okay, like I'll put that back this person to, but now it's like, no, okay, we only got thirty minutes left because we woke up late or whatever happened. Right. I was like, girl, look, at this point we just have to take that L. We know what we did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever happens, happens at this point. So you had time last night. It's okay, but <laughs> Right. Call me when you're ready. You can catch up on the notes. So I should. I'll be like, nope. I'm. I'm. I'm here. I'm. I'm. I'm ready. Yeah. Sorry. I'm still asleep, but I'm ready. I, I wanted to party last night. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we answered the last one with balancing your um obligations. Mm. But do you feel like with the content that we made, do you feel like that takes away from uh? Do you feel like love loud takes away from other things like your socialization, your dating life, um, other friends, being able to rest? I mean, you, you're mm -hmm. alive right now. You don't I, have mean, a yeah. <laughs> I think it honestly adds to it because the people that I usually hang out with, like they understand like, oh, you gonna record your podcast? Okay, we'll see you later. Like they also listen to the podcast, so they know that podcast. <laughs> they know that podcasting, love loud, is a large part of my life. So when I mention, oh, I'm doing something with Yaya, I'm doing a love loud thing, they're like, oh, okay, you know, let us know when you're free. Because usually I be telling people, if you don't tell me a week or two, preferably two weeks in advance, most likely I can't do it. 
<laughs> like you gotta I'm I literally have to pencil you in. I there was a point in time where I thought it was weird for people to tell me that they got like pencil me that. in. We should be able to pencil me. Like, in. What do you think you are? I um, I, I know who I am and I know my time. <laughs> I got to pencil you in, baby. Like, even when it comes to, like, you know, girlfriend dates, you know, little little bae date, all of that. Like, I need to figure out when and where that's going to take place. And if yeah. I'm well-rested enough to even still do what I said I was going to do, look, yeah. I'm a little too tired, you know, we need to reschedule. I'm, I'm, I'm a rescheduler when it comes to the dates because I might be... I'm, I be too tired sometimes. Like I work so hard during the week and do a nice sleep in on Saturday. Like it be it be hard, but I feel like love loud is worth it. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, I think if it wasn't for this, I would either be trying to find a hobby or reading a book or laying on the couch watching Netflix. Like I don't know what else I would be doing with my time because it's not like even sometimes. I have things to do. I want to do things with a, with not like a steady thing that I'm doing. So, um, some people have two jobs or two jobs that they're doing. So mm-hmm. this is that's how it will be if this was another paying job, and it will be a paying job at some point, and it will get more busy. Right, will be interesting when people will be closed. Right, we got to consider their schedule too. Yeah. And those people that want to be a part of your life, they don't understand. They don't mm-hmm. love you. And exactly. They'll fit in where they can fit in. One thing I was thinking about, which is weird, which some people might find it weird. Let me know if you think it's weird. I miss working part-time and doing Love Loud because it gave me more flexibility to fill it in where I could. So if I had, if I was teaching... Um, I, I was able to get up in the morning because my first class didn't start till 10. So I'm up at seven. I work out. I might do like a love loud email blast. Boom. Send that out. I'm off to work. After work from my morning class, I got a nice two hour break in between before I teach my afternoon class. So I go down to the coffee shop. I'm doing my little thing on the computer, doing what needs to be done, you know, getting some ideas, people watching, boom, go to the next school. I work there for about three to four hours. After I'm done with that, I'm going back home and most likely was meeting with Yaya at those times. But it was like the way that my day was spaced out. I was working full-time hours, but I had part-time jobs, which made it easier to fill in the gas for Love Loud. But I'm like, these hours I'm working now, baby, I'll be like, these some long days. It means... I would say it's the same thing for me um, when I used to be a substitute teacher. Uh, when teachers left lesson plans, <laughs> it made it easy for me to, okay, I'm inspired, let me write this poem. Or I got this blog to do, like I can fill it in. Even though I was still in the classroom, um, I, I would have like their lunch break or their art class break or whatever to do things for Love Loud, yeah. um, opposed to at work, like even though um, at my current job, even though I may be done with my work for the day, I feel bad, I feel guilty if they see me on my personal laptop or it looks like I'm playing on my phone and I'm doing like love loud stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm still in time. Like, why do you want to Hey, I'll be in a conference room or, or where we got a lunch. Like, it's my it's lunch easy. break. I'm like, this is my lunch break. I'm doing my personal stuff. I got 30 minutes. Yeah, but for that, I can say that and I'll close the door. Mm-hmm. But it's like a lot of times that like, I want to be on the Instagram or do, doing things throughout the day. Like sometimes I'll finish all my work in one day, so I'm sitting there another mm-hmm. day and I don't have anything scheduled. 
I can have my freaking laptop the whole time yeah. at my desk or my phone the whole time. Because you never know who's writing. Right. Like, oh, let's put at his desk from this hour to that hour. Girl, that's why you got to do stuff on your notepad. <laughs> yeah. And now the iPhone, you know, you can uh, take a picture and then... Yeah, we don't do the text. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, do you have any other questions that you want to talk about? I do actually have a question. What is, aside from season four of the podcast, like as far as like Love Wow, what is something that you're looking forward to? Warming up to a microphone. So I've been saying that for a long time. And prior to COVID, I went to an open mic event and it was here, actually too. It was nerve wracking. I saw nerve wrecking that for both of them I had to go poop before I got on the mic. I was so scared. <laughs> um, and then I went to another one during COVID and I started getting like, okay, I can do this. But then it stopped. And so I want to find events both in New York and in Jersey. But it always seems that when you see something or hear about something, it's I'm out of town. I'm recording that mm-hmm. day. I'm tired. Like, I can't make it to these events. So now that we're going to be done recording, that's one less thing that's on our list. So I'm hoping, uh, and I was just talking about this the other day, um, that not, and that, that was the other thing too. I want both of us to go mm-hmm. together, but you got this going on, I got that. So hopefully we can know things in advance so then we can schedule. See okay. how that calendar works? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, they're going to have this on the 30th of September. We'll both get into in town, let's go. So then we can practice our poetry together and then when we go on the mic, it's seamless. Like, I want to be like those girls, like, oh, you remember those girls we had? I can't remember the name of the Green or like, you know, they yeah. become a name. That's what I want for us. Like, I I love, there's some podcasts that I love that's out there, but to know that they've been doing it for seven years, but I know that it takes some time to be a known podcast that people were like, now you, you're seeing us now on season seven. Now you're watching us today to see where we came from. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, look, uh, look like how far they came. Like, I want to go on tours. Like, I want to do those things, but I know it starts from the from the bottom. And right. from the bottom in the poetry world, because we're not other podcasts who talk about hot topics and things that's going on in music. We, we started to think about the poetry. So I want us to get on stages and people like starting to like know their work they know our poems. Like how right. uh, <laughs> like our um uh sweet traditional like people knowing it with us, like that's how I want us to be in this world. So that's what I want next before the bigger. Yes. Yes. For me it's it's love loud events. I have there's just so many different types of ideas and things that we've been talking about over the years. And now that we're actually together, like aside from doing pop up shots. But just like Love Loud having like their own events, whether it was, you know, we started out maybe doing it like four times a year, like once every, you know, every, se- yeah, every quarter, I was say every season, and once every quarter, <laughs> um, twice a year, just building up to something that becomes like a traditional type thing, like things that people look forward to. <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait till y'all have another one of those. Yeah. And it becomes like a word of mouth type thing because like the first one was so good and people want to come to another one. So I'm definitely excited about that. And I think also too about just how we continue to rebrand ourselves. Like we're definitely not the love loud that started out with just the pens. Like 
even our design has changed like over the years. So yeah. just continuing to grow as a brand, but as we continue to rebrand ourselves, uh, whatever new content, new ideas and, and new merch and things, the ideas that we come up with, like it continues to grow and become more than what we thought it could be. Like even some of like, we're not, I'm not gonna say what yet, but even like some of like the merch ideas that we have in regards to like what would be good for our brand and for people to have, you know, little some some for you and your bestie, like things like that. Like just thinking how we can continue to grow as a business while we grow as best friends. Okay. <laughs> Growing and glowing together. So yeah, I'm definitely excited about the event that we're gonna have next year. 2023 is right around the corner. And we're definitely gonna have have one if not two, but we're definitely gonna have one. We're definitely gonna plan for at least one nice event. So be there, be square. Make sure y'all stay tuned in. We're gonna let you know when it is. <laughs> no, that was the that was the one that was on my heart that I that I wanted to ask you. I'm sorry, that was but it's like okay. like I'm throwing up gang signs. Uh, never mind. I'll show you later. We'll do it later. Anywho, <laughs> no, no, okay. Well, that was our hot topic. Yes, now we're gonna move on over to our dorm stories. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's that scenario? In today's dorm story segment, we are giving four tips to help you transfer from nine to five to being a full-time entrepreneur. This is coming from medium.com, y'all, okay? This is published by The Clever Quill. Like a quill pen? <laughs> yes. So medium.com, written by, I mean, published by The Clever Quill, and the title is How to Transition from a Nine to Five to Self-Employment. The first, the very first necessary step to turn your dream into a reality is <laughs> do your research and be flexible. Research is the first and most important step for every and any business. This is when you make your discoveries and find out key information to facilitate your leap to entrepreneurship. You have to make sure there's a demand for the service or product you're offering. If there's no one to purchase it, then you can't make money off of it. From there, once you've gotten to know your target audience, you've got to start plotting your niche based on the entrance of your audience and what it uh, what is actually marketable. You'll need to be flexible in how you offer your service or product and what you uh, what you offer based on the needs of the market. So do your research. Be flexible. My goodness. Is that the mimosa? Be a flex. Be flexing. Don't be flexing too soon. But yes, do your research. Be flexible. Those two definitely go hand in hand in regards to like making sure that, you know, you know what you're doing, especially when it comes to finding a niche. Like yeah. it can be one, like one big umbrella of something. And there's all usually multiple niches that you can do with within that thing. Step two. Be willing to make the sacrifices that are necessary. Mm -hmm. This is something you need to be really honest with yourself about. 
Take some time to ask yourself the really realistic questions of how far you're willing to go and what you're willing to do to make your business succeed. Are you willing to put every spare dollar into your funding for a startup? Are you willing to pass up hanging out with your friends and family so that you can focus on your work? Are you willing to tough it out for far longer than you're expecting? Are you prepared to put in a hundred times more work and effort than you think it will take? These are the realities of building a business while maintaining a full-time job. We were just talking about time and balance, and that is definitely a key factor in being willing to make necessary sacrifices. That's key, too, because why would somebody else invest in your business if you're not going to invest? Why would somebody else work hours to make your dream come true when you're not willing to do the same? Like, you have to be able to provide for yourself, do for yourself what other people may not do to show Mm -hmm. them that this is, you know, that you can see this dream to its fruition. Like, you you see the power, you see what it can do. And then also, um, the first part that you said is, knowing your audience and on if there's an audience you know mm-hmm. but by the time a lot of things are created but maybe not the way that you want it to be created like mm-hmm. a purse a cell phone lip gloss hair products clothes all these things exist already but what makes yours different mm-hmm. know your audience know um you know not everybody may not be able to afford yourself but there is somebody who of course don't try to sell your cheesecake that you're selling it for $15 a swipe to the people in the uh, area that they can't afford it. Maybe you got to go to um, Menlo Park Mall or the expensive places Mm -hmm. where they could afford those things. You have to know, like, the research part. Research not just your your business and your product, but the retail and everything about it. Yeah, that's also why the niche is important, too, because we could be talking about gardening but what if your niche is just like windowsill gardening like that's just like a small example but there's so many different types of gardening or like just gardening fruits or just gardening vegetables like what is your specific niche or like gardening with a certain type of soil or gardening with certain types of tools just different things that can go under gardening you have to like um what is it not brainstorm bracket it off you know what I'm trying to say. Just make different categories for your main one to help you figure out what your niche actually is that within that <laughs> within that large category. <laughs> All right, so let's go on to step three. Oops, I kind of passed it. Here we go. Make sure you absolutely love your service or offering. I always tell people that the best side business is something you would do in your spare time anyway, because it's something you're extremely passionate about. When I chose to start my social media business while I was still in school, I was spending a lot of spare hours in the week researching social media strategy and marketing because it was something I was really interested in at the time. Here's another example. Writing has always been my biggest passion. For as long as I can remember. So building my career in creative writing made perfect sense when I was looking for ways to diversify my income streams beyond just social media marketing. If you're just in this to make some quick cash, you're in for a rude awakening. There's no, I mean, there's next to no quick cash involved in this process. 
we're in the process yes. and it's definitely no thing it's no quick cash we might get a large order we might get a small order but it's never like it's yeah, they always say even for businesses that take out loans and everything, it takes about 10 years to see their money coming back. So mm. the money that we make right now for our business is putting money back into our business. Right. Like we don't take, okay, we put $50 towards these mics. Well, if we sold the mic, then we don't like, okay, pocket it. Our 50 here, your 50 more. No, that's love loud. Right. That's, that's how we do it. Um. But yeah, it's literally how we explained before when we're quote unquote working and doing things to love loud, it doesn't feel like work because we're enjoying what we do. Even when we're researching, it's like, oh, this is dope. Like, I'm, I'm loving watching these swinging. Right. <laughs> like, the prep work that it takes is something that I'm doing in my free time. Literally free because we're not getting paid for it yet. Exactly. Even when we do start getting paid for it, it's going to still be our free time because we're not obligated 100 to do it we're doing this because we love the craft we love what we've got our got in ourselves right absolutely and back to another thing that you were saying about like how the money that comes into the business, like when people support us, it literally goes back into the business. Like at least hope one day, like it'll be all right, twenty five percent, twenty five percent, and then fifty percent stays within Love Loud. But as of right now we're keeping like all of our profit and putting it literally right back into the business, which I must say was a blessing recently because we used to split the cost of our, like some of our fees. Oh, yeah. And most recently, fees and exactly. There's a lot of fees that come with a lot of things of what we do. And there an automatic payment went through. And because we've been putting money back into love loud, we didn't have to go dip into our personal funds to pay for it. I was like, Come on, blessing. Come on, I'll change today. Like, oh, you gotta send one to eat for this and eight hundred dollars for this, and I'm like, what? Like every year, comes a surprise, and I don't know. Like she don't know we gotta pay for our website. <laughs> First of all, where did that country ass accent? We gotta pay for this and that. I do not talk like that. She be using a pepper pig accent. Oh gosh, but yeah, so that was that was really exciting because at one point it was like, okay, we splitting this in half. This yaya money, this money money. And then it turned in, okay, now we have enough money, we can split it three ways. We take it from the Love Loud account, we take it from Yaya's account, we take it from Moni's account. But now it's to the point where it was all like it was just all love lives. Like, look at us growing that was and growing. Nice it was, <laughs> I was Thank like, you. look at that. We finally had enough to where and the payment came. I forgot all about the payment. Until I looked at it, I'm like, oh, we had more money than this. And I was like, oh, <laughs> a payment went through. I don't even know what that was, but God bless I trust her. I, I, tr I track the, the funds. I track the funds. That's it. <laughs> All right. So we're going into the fourth step on transitioning into entrepreneurship from a nine to five. Settle in for the long game. This transition is not going to be quick. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it, Hello. okay? In an ideal world, people who are aspiring to be self-employed hope that with enough hard work and dedication, they'll be able to make their hustle profitable within three, within two to three, excuse me, maybe four months. But I am here to give you a reality check. It's not going to, it is going to take a hell of a lot longer than that. I mean, I wish it was four months. Like what? We're going on 
well, four years for the podcast and whew, for the business 2016, six, six, six years, going into year six. And we still doing what it do, baby, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what this person says. As, uh, as far as creative writing is concerned, I only just recently reached the equivalent of a full-time income through my writing. I've been trying to make that reality happen for three years. Between writing young adult fiction, publishing personal essays online, and everything in between, three years of actively trying to build this brand on the side of running my social media company. It took three years. And that was that was a side hustle from another side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I will take from what she said and go back to what we were talking about for our hot topic segment. One of the cons is yes, we could be doing more. Like it's been my homework assignment for months to find uh funding for a love loud, but it's like all these articles of reading I just read for work. I just wrote this for work. Like I don't want to have to do it for something else. Like so just like not having a sound deadline, like this is a deadline I created, so I don't mind pushing it back, but it's impacting our business too because it gets into like, okay, we're still having to dig out of our own personal pockets because we don't have grants or we don't have somebody funding us or these people don't know about Love Love because we're not writing to them or doing things like that. So those things are some kind of, some cons and maybe we could be bigger like, during this whole conversation, I'm honestly thinking about Pensacola. Like, I literally, he came out with lip gloss, and I'm like, damn, like, you got the lip gloss, you got sneakers, you got apparel, you got the burgers, you got the TVD, like, chips. She got chips, you got a whole block full of. And the dips now. She got, yeah, the dip, and she bought house with her fiance, and just like, can't stop, won't stop, like, bad boy, baby. Like, <laughs> she just keeps going, and it's just like, but she's having meetings. With people, and but even the people that told her, um, floating vegan outfit that's gonna go far, like now you open up what now she's on her seventh location. It's just like just so much that that she's doing, and it's just like she's a powerhouse, and it's just inspiring and inspiring. Um, and you know, like we would have to do that, write letters and grants, and have meetings with people, and and just sell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, love loud and I know it can be done because yeah. when we talk to people in general about who we are and how we came about it's like our story sells itself but the con is you working and after work it's like I just mm-hmm. wanna... and then that just want to turn into a day in the week and months it's like oh shoot I'm way behind on what I was supposed to do so just that's a, a hard part on it um, I'm a big procrastinator um and I work better under pressure. I work more under pressure, even though I may have an avenue to get done. But <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about. Like, well, with this, like you know, like we we can do so much better. Um, but just the kind of juggling those things. If I just focus and get it done, then this will be bigger. Than right. Because I was saying, I can't wait to pay somebody else to edit the day. <laughs> Oh, the day. I'm throwing a party just for that. And I'll have the editor we can afford to pay somebody else to do this. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and I just come in and check on it, give some notes. Like, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to have a meeting, give some quick notes. Okay, now I'm on to the next meeting. We'll meet again next week just to I make sure that we're aligned. That too. A nice and little podcast, book tour. I love, 
little little some some. But yeah, so just as a refresher, y'all, this article is how to transition from a nine to five to self-employment found on medium.com written by the clever quill. This dates back to, oh, 220. 2020 february 20 2020 this was written so it's actually not that long ago and i think it's still very much relevant yeah so if you have any tips yes that you want to add to that let us know in the comments below on spotify or youtube whatever platform that you're listening to dms whatever let us know yes and if you have success oh lord if you have successfully transitioned from being a nine to five employee to now being an entrepreneur. Let us know. Let's have you on for season four. Okay. okay. Let's come on. Let us know. Reach out to us. Give us some information. If you know someone that has successfully transitioned out of a nine to five to being a full time entrepreneur, we want to know. We want to know their story. So please send them our. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are now moving on to the community news. It's time for announcements it's time for announcements it's time for announcements it's time for announcements i was not expecting a duet yeah because it's oh now she want to join she want to dance and sing I was gonna... <laughs> yes. yes oh my gosh we have come to the community news which is the end of episode don't shoot the, oh, I thought you were about to pour that in my cup. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, you don't want to let us orange juice trying to have my face blow up on the show. What's wrong with you? But she did not, y'all. But no, I, was, I was just trying to take the glasses. But we're in our community news segment. And <laughs> we've got last community news segment. So make sure y'all tune in and take Oh my gosh, can you give me the first announcement, please? Oh, sorry. So we're in September, y'all. And just so y'all know, every month after, you know we're talking to podcast, there will still be questions each month. Well, for September, we would like to know how you go about maintaining your friendship. Yay! So, what do you do? What do you say? Whatever. Don't give examples. That might be hateful. My bad. But let us know. <laughs> I was about to say something, too. <laughs> I know. Like it's but let us know inside the comments. Uh, we're posting on our Instagram. Um, as usual so go ahead join us in answering this question we would definitely love to know how you maintain your friendship because everybody do different things in different ways and i might get some ideas on how i want to continue maintaining the friendships that i have now yeah. so Yes, please let us know. And as far as letting us know, if you enjoy our podcast, go ahead and share this link with a friend and tell that friend to share with another friend so that that can't, that friend can share it with another friend, their mama, cousin, auntie, grandma. Everybody should tune in to Love Loud Truth Carpet because we have a little something for everybody, okay? So yes, please, please, please. And thank you for listening because you know, we don't we don't do here we don't do this for us. We don't sit here and just I don't, me. I, I don't do it for me. I do it for y'all. <laughs> I mean I do go back and listen though. I mean but I edit so I have to listen to the whole thing back anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> but also, um, if you like what you're hearing, please send us a review. Also, um, if you're watching or listening on Spotify, 
please rate our podcast. Yes. We're not sitting here asking to rate five out of five. If you feel like you want to give us a one, that's fine. But please share your feedback so then we can, you know, other people can see, think of our podcast and take a listen and judge for themselves. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. But also, if there are any ideas or, um, Poems that you know of, uh, topics that you think that would be good for us to discuss, or people that you want us to bring on, let us know. Please. Same way, DMs, whatever, um, ways that you can talk to us so that we can know and prepare for our next Yes, absolutely. And if you know of any events, we were talking about open mics earlier. If you know of any open mic events that we can attend, any pop-up shops that we can vend at, please let us know. We still have not received the barbecue invite, and now summer is coming to a close. So now y'all going to have to um, invite us to the birthday party. Okay. I got a nephew I can bring. So invite me to the children's birthday party. Invite us to something. Have us there. You want us to host something? We down to do that too. Yeah. Let us know. We will be there. We will not be square. We right up in your yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. Yes. Like yes. Oh, do it now. Yeah. <laughs> you like Call me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let us know, um, subscribe, like, also share. Yes. Thanks for being a listener. We'll be yes. back. Yes. Not into the week, week, but next year sometime. Next year sometime. Probably sometime in February. That's what we usually do. We'll make the announcement. We'll let you know the date. Yeah, we'll let you know. Because this is the end of season three. Season three. So see you in season four. Four. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We saying goodbye. Goodbye. We say see you next time. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Bye. Alligator. Bye. Oh, we gotta go. I don't wanna leave. No, don't say Why? <laughs> we gotta go. Right <laughs> Stay black. Stay proud. Uh,